Hey, yo, Cali Green Monster Show. Sports. Uh-huh. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's fucking get it, Nate Diaz. Welcome in to another episode of the Cali Green Monster Show. I am your host, Dean Ryan, coming to you here from the Tesla Studios in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. It is June 3rd, 2021, and I've got another excellent show lined up for you guys. As always, there's a lot of stuff going on in the sports world last night. We will talk a little bit about hockey, and that you know what that means. If we're talking about hockey, that means something fucking big happened last night to make it relevant. Just like you know earlier, where we talked about women's tennis, and it took the number one player in the world to pull out of one of the major Grand Slams to make it relevant enough for a Cali Green Monster show. So keep buckled up. We got some intriguing hockey talk coming forward. There was four basketball games last night, so I will talk about all that action last night. So, lots to cover on this show. But before we talk about any sports or anything like that, excuse me for a quick second. All right, good. You know, a little peek behind the camera. You guys can hear that. I had to pause for a second because that whole entire introduction, I had to just clear my throat. And I was like, you know what? Let's just try not to blow anyone's eardrums out. Let's pause it. And I feel like it was a good enough introduction as ever. So, let's just move on with this show. So as I mentioned before, we dig into the sports topics. I did want to talk about a commercial that's been popping up all morning and like all week while I'm watching Sports Center in the morning, getting ready for the show. And it's like the click it, don't get a ticket commercials, like trying to get people to, you know, use their seatbelts whenever they're driving so you know the commercial is just showing a bunch of different accidents you got like you know one dude he's like all sassy just like completely mangled in his car like i wasn't going too far and then there was like another guy that was just like i was in a hurry and then another guy that flies through the windshield that was like oh it's just uncomfortable and it's like dude i didn't even really think that wearing your seatbelt nowadays was still like an issue you know, I feel like that was something more like in my parents' generation, you know, they would fucking smoke some cigs, drink a Miller Lite, and cruise down the street without a seatbelt, and that was just like what it was, or, you know, stories of like, oh, my old station wagon, we just had buck like a big old bench seat with no seatbelts, and, you know, we all were in school buses without seatbelts, but let's be real, I feel like nowadays, like every single car you get into, as soon as you put the car in drive, and you don't have your car, or you don't have your your thing buckled it's just like ding 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 just like annoying as fuck so that's why like in the commercial the dude's flying out his windshield he's like oh it's just like annoying or whatever and it's like dude isn't the fucking sound of like hey put your seatbelt on hey put your seatbelt on i feel like the car manufacturers have done a good job of really you know trying to hammer home like hey y'all gotta wear your fucking seatbelt whether you like it or not or you're gonna have to deal with this you know the dinging sound so i guess unless you know how to disable that i think most people are probably doing that so as i can't imagine how much money the whatever it is i don't know if it's the the state traffic board or whatever whoever's spending money 
I know, all I know is I'm pretty sure our tax dollars is going towards spending a ton of money so they can run these stupid commercials in the morning on ESPN. And I feel like, dude, why don't you fix our fucking potholes and all the other issues that we have in our morning commute and quit trying to remind people to put on the motherfucking seatbelt. I have more, you see more doofuses trying to text message or having a mask over their face. That's probably causing more issues than people wearing a fucking seatbelt. So, you know, that's just my two cents on that commercial. I'm just sick of every morning drinking my coffee, taking my notes, and then hearing the guy being like, I wasn't going too far. Like, it was like, dude, fucking dumb commercial. All right, let's let's get out of the random bullshit talk and let's talk about some hockey. You know, like I mentioned, you know, for hockey to come on the show, as much as a hockey fan that I am, you know, I feel like a lot of times it isn't really a main topic of conversation or nothing that's really too, you know, worth really you know, batting around, but you know, last night in game one of Montreal and Winnipeg Jets opening round series, there was a pretty controversial moment that got a lot of people in the hockey world talking and, you know, just the Twitter sphere and social media in general. And it was basically, it was Mark Shifley's hit on Jake Evans. So to give you guys context, that's what happened. Montreal was winning four to three. There was a little over a minute left in the game, and Winnipeg had pulled the goalie. So, you know, Montreal dumped the puck down, and it missed the net, so it could have been an icing. But Jake Evans from the Montreal Canadiens, he beat the puck, or he beat the icing, got the puck, and then tried to wrap it around on an empty net. And he did score it, but Shafley came in full speed and just completely clocked Jake Evans. And, I mean, it was like a hit straight out of the NHL video game, like one of those brutal hits where the dude, like, flies, lands on his head. You know, it, it, it definitely was, you know, that was – as the Hanson bros from Slapshot would say, that was definitely some old school hockey. So you have two camps. You know, you have a lot of people saying that, hey, that was a dirty hit. That was unnecessary. The, that goal was going to happen either way. And, you know, that has no place in the game. That that Shafley should be suspended. And then you have the other camp that's saying, hey, that's just, you know, hard-hitting playoff hockey. You know, Evans needed to have his head up. So, you know, kind of like, so, you know, when you look at it, so dirty hit, you know, I was watching someone break down the hit this morning and he did point out that like, and he thought that it was a dirty hit because he pointed out for one that Shafley at no point tried to prevent the goal because he did have an opportunity to, while Jake Evans was wrapping the puck around, if he wanted to like slide out or do a poke check, there's actually a chance that he might've been able to prevent that wrap around if he were to try to do that. But you can kind of tell the whole time Shafley looks like he's lining up the hit, you know, he's like kind of, you know, it just looks like he's like he's for sure there was never a I'm just gonna sprint towards the net and try to slide and block the wraparound it was definitely like I'm gonna take this guy's fucking head off and then you can also say it was dirty because at the point of contact Evan's head was kind of like it looked like the like Shafley's shoulder got him in the head so that that's definitely could be a dangerous hit but you know on the you know it was a on the other on the flip side you got to look at it was a one score game in round two of the playoffs and Jake Evans at not, not, not one point when he beat out the icing got the puck and went for a wraparound did he lift his head up I mean that's one of the first things I remember my coaches when I was growing up playing travel ice hockey and contact ice hockey is dude you got to have your head up or you're going to get taken out so especially when you're going in and trying to beat an icing you know that you have defensemen like right on you and instead he just had you know 
he was focused on just trying to wrap that puck around in the net. So, you know, I think between it just being a close game and you can argue, hey, dude, it's that's playoff hockey. You know, Shafley doesn't have a history of suspensions or being a dirty player. So there's nothing that really points to make me think that it was a dirty hit. I do think, I mean, it was it was an aggressive hit. It was definitely one that sends a message. And I think it's definitely going to be something that's going to set the narrative for the rest of the ser- the series. So I don't think that Shafley should get suspended just because, like I said, it's, you know, it just, it, it was a hard hit. It was a hard play. And, you know, of course, if you're a Montreal Canadian, you're probably not going to be happy about it. Jake Evans probably won't be here for the rest of the series because it looked like he got pretty injured off that. But I anticipate no suspensions. And I think the players are just going to have to regulate it on the ice that's one of the beautiful things about the nhl is that they allow these dudes to drop the sticks and gloves and you know police themselves so i anticipate something like that happening so you know if you have an opinion on it definitely you know let me know on social media on twitter or the facebook so you know yeah and if you haven't seen the hit go check it out because i mean one of the things I know people that are casual hockey fans or people that don't even watch hockey but will still pay attention to the fights and big hits, it was definitely a big hit. So definitely go check it out and you know get an idea about what I'm talking about today. All right, moving over into basketball. Man, last night, Luka Doncic just – he has these moments where you just go, this guy's the best basketball player in the world. And he had one of those moments last night. Walked right into Staples Center, beat the Clippers. So the Mavericks are up three games to two. It's pretty interesting in this series that the away team has won all the games. So while Dallas looks pretty unstoppable after last night's game, we'll see what they look like in game six because the Clippers seem to be playing good basketball when they're in Dallas. So we'll see. But, you know, Doncic ended his night with 42 points to go along with 14 assists. And he was six for 12 from three point. And the way he hits these three pointers, he looks so casual while doing it. And when he drives the lane, he looks Looks so slick. I mean, Luka Doncic is so damn good. You know, and on the flip side, Kawhi Leonard did not have himself a good game. You know, Paul George got himself into foul trouble early. So if you look at those two guys who are supposed to be their two big superstars and supposed to be lighting up the score sheet, and you would argue that Leonard and George should be putting up at least 30 points a game, like both of those dudes. And, you know, Freaking Kawhi Leonard ended up with 20 points and five turnovers. Paul George with 23 points and four turnovers. That's not going to get it done. And that's not what the Clippers were expecting from these guys when they brought them in. You know, so we'll, the Clippers are definitely going to have to try to respond when they go to Dallas. I think the game's tomorrow. So keeping an eye on that. But, you know, I mean, if Luka Doncic plays anywhere near how he did yesterday, I mean, it's going to be hard for the Clippers to beat Dallas twice in a row. So if we're talking about other point guards that really just, you know, dominated last night, looked like a killer, Trey Young from Atlanta, he's really showing he has that assassin's mentality, you know, after, you know, game two where the Madison Square Garden was really on him, was chanting about him going bald, I think someone spat on him, the Knicks had evened the series, but ever since then, dude, the Hawks have been unstoppable, they won three in a row, Trey Young last night was, you know, they couldn't stop him. 
36 points, 9 assists. So the Hawks, they're moving on. They're going to be playing Philadelphia. Philadelphia finished off their series last night against the Washington Wizards. They didn't have Joel Embiid. Embiid had hurt his knee in Game 4. And from what I read yesterday is he's day-to-day with a slightly torn lateral meniscus. So, you know, it was, that wasn't an issue to beat Washington. I mean, I didn't anticipate Philadelphia having an issue with Washington, but I think to move on deeper in these playoffs, they're definitely going to need to have them beat back. You know, Atlanta has proven to be a pretty solid team. They were definitely the better team in the series with the Knicks. And if there's no Embiid or not a healthy Embiid, I can see Atlanta making it a tight series. So we'll see how that goes. You know, and then the last game of the night, Utah eliminated Memphis 126 to 110, finished off that series 4 to 1. You know, the next matchup depends on what happens with the Lakers, the Blazers, the Mavericks. You know, all those series are still going on, so we don't really have an idea of what's going to happen with Utah. But at least they're going to be able to rest up a bit. You know, I know Donovan Mitchell, who came off injury coming into these playoffs, I'm sure he could probably use these this week of rest that they're probably going to get before the second round starts. So, you know, good basketball going on right now. You know, both Los Angeles teams are on the brink of elimination. Both of them are down 3-2. You know, the Phoenix Suns are going to get their first crack at eliminating the Lakers tonight. You know, they go and play at at Staples Center at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You know, I'm not sure if Anthony Davis has officially been ruled out or in for tonight. I'm thinking he's going to play. He wants to play, and especially in an elimination game, you'd hope that your max contract superstar will be in the game. So I expect Anthony Davis there, and I expect a big performance by LeBron James. You know, he's been known, you know, especially in this later part of his career, being a really good facilitator of the ball. A lot of people consider him almost like, you know, a point guard, small forward. And some people would say he's arguably the best point guard in the league at whenever he decides to be a distributor. But I think we need to see an aggressive LeBron James. We need to see a LeBron James attacking the hoop, trying to get 30 plus. So we'll see what happens tonight. I do, you know, I anticipate the Lakers pulling it off tonight. It's just hard to fathom the Lakers getting bounced in six or LeBron James. James getting bounced in six, especially in the first round. I don't think LeBron James has ever been eliminated in the first round before. So, you know, this this uh, definitely could be a stain on his legacy if that happens. So we'll see, you know. But as for this show, got nothing left for you guys today. As always, I appreciate everyone that takes the time to download and listen to this podcast. You guys are the fucking best. But until next time... I've been your host, Dean Ryan. This has been a Cali Green Monster show coming to you from the Tesla studios. Remember, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, be a friend. Tell a friend. Have a great one, guys. Peace.